All right, what's up, guys? Uh, welcome to the first episode of the Pro-Am Podcast. I think we should go around the room and introduce ourselves first. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Daniel. I go to Virginia Tech. I'm a senior, and I am majoring in business information technology. Well, well Daniel, it's great to hear that. Um, my name is Russ or Russell. Uh, I'm currently a UVA alumnus uh, after I graduated yesterday okay. um, at, from the uh, two-time, uh, two-year defending champion University of Virginia Cavaliers basketball team. I don't really know anything about NBA, so I'm going to be uh, basing most of my takes here off of Barry McCockiner and NBA 2K ratings. Hi, I'm Thomas. Uh, I'm also, I also go to UVA. I haven't graduated yet. I will graduate in the spring. I'm majoring in economics, and I will be talking about the NBA. A couple hot takes, but you'll see them later. Hey, I'm Lucas. I'm currently a senior at Indiana University studying sports media and journalism. And uh, I am going to be talking about the NBA as well. Um, and most specifically, I will be giving some hot takes on some of the teams this year. So uh, that's, that's all it is for me. All right, I guess we should just start off with our first topic. Uh, a lot of big news going on right now revolving around the man himself, James Harden, who was recently seen with his quote-unquote personal trainers in Atlanta and Las Vegas, and he has a very close relationship with rapper Lil Baby. And it doesn't really seem like him and the Rockets have a very strong relationship at this point. So, yeah, basically he's gone. So, I don't know. If you guys have any opinions where you think James Harden's going to end up, um, what's the best fit, just just throw them out there. Honestly, like, here's my problem with James Harden is really that he's just proven time after time that he's a bad teammate. I mean – this dude has played with... Hold up with, here. I, I don't think we can call him a bad teammate. No, 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 no. But, but think, think about it this way. Like, this dude has chased off Chris Paul. He's chased off Russell Westbrook. I mean, I just feel like it's gotten to the point where Houston, like, as much as you love James Harden, like, I don't, I, I don't know. Like, he, he, can't, he has proven that he cannot be a leader on a championship team because he just cannot play well with others in my opinion. So if he's going to, wherever he's going to go, they like have to be prepared for dealing, not just with an all-star, but somebody who's like got James Harden's mentality, James Harden's attitude. Like I think that if wherever he does go, the, the all-stars on that team, like if it's Philly or Brooklyn, wherever, like just have to be prepared for like what comes with playing with James Harden. Lucas, I, I don't know if I agree with that. Well, you said he can't lead a championship team, but how about the, uh, the Rockets team 2017, 2018, where they were up on the Warriors three, two in the uh, Western conference finals. And Chris Paul gets hurt. They would have won the championship pretty they easily. Oh, I don't it's know. About Chris Paul you think they would have taken down the Warriors that year? Win one out of two games with Chris Paul. Oh, yeah, yeah they would have won. I think they definitely could have done They were up 3-2, remember that? Chris Paul was 
one of the best players in the NBA. But so the Thunder were also up. Th- weren't the Thunder up three one or three two against the Warriors? Yeah, Thunder were up three one with Durant and Westbrook and and Ibaka. Like that was the prime that year. I thought the Thunder would genuinely win the NBA championship if they could take down the Warriors. Like, I think I think LeBron's Cavs would have beat them. That's not like James Harden. That's not the first team, like amazing team to blow a 3-1, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not. The, but, it's but, the Warriors. Okay, it's not. But here's the thing. They were up 3-2 on the Warriors. The Warriors. The Warriors with Kevin Durant. And you're saying they can't. He, James Harden can't lead a championship team when he's up 3-2 on the Warriors with Kevin Durant. And they I mean, only he, lost after Chris Paul getting injured. Even even being up 3-2, you're still, like, again, you're still talking about a team that's being compared to the 98-99 Bulls. Like, you're talking but, about but, a team but, that's, but that like, hey, guys, let's get back to our top four about where James Harden's going this year. Alrighty. That, that's all so, I just want to I just want to add a quick counter um to the thing that Lucas said about not leading a team or in, and stuff like that. I don't entirely disagree with that because I think James Harden, but he has been under one coach the entire time. And that coach, uh, D'Antoni, just obsessed over this stupid isolation, like get the ball as fast as you can, threes and layups only. Just this really weird play style I was never really a fan of because – it really worked well with James Harden's skill in the regular season, but when you go against better teams and they're able to game plan against you, it's like it doesn't work as well. So I think if he played with other stars, he really, really could do well because he is very talented, obviously. But I don't know. Um, there's there's definitely valid concerns. The Chris Paul thing, for sure. Um, I think a lot of that was injury, but... I think if there's a good coach and he's in the right system, it can work. So I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, where do you guys think he will actually end up and where would you hold like up, to see up. him end up? Hold up one second. Before we get onto that, I was defending James Harden against Lucas early, but I think I'm going to make a point the other way. Like, I think I might have James Harden lower on my list than you guys. I think the one problem with James Harden in the playoffs is that in the regular season, his game he relies so much on drawing fouls and getting a ton of free throws and scoring super efficiently. But in the playoffs, the reps let players play more physically. And the issue with that is he's not able to score as efficiently in the playoffs. Even in the years where that I mentioned where he almost beat the Warriors with Chris Paul, he still wasn't scoring as efficiently in the playoffs. Now, That's true. On to where he's going next year, I'm not sure. I think he will be traded, but I don't think it's necessarily a certainty. Uh, I've seen the the 76ers, the Heat, the Nets mentioned as serious contenders. Uh, more out there, dark horses teams that could get Harden are like the Raptors or possibly even the Celtics. But the Philly, Miami, and Brooklyn look like the three best contenders for Harden. Now, let's maybe we could talk a little bit about what those teams might look like with James Harden or who they could trade for him. Honestly, I think he's going to Miami. Honestly, really? like... I like, think Harden and Butler would work very well together. Harden would work... I think also Harden, much rather, he'd be a much happier player in the city. Bio. I don't think he wants to go to Philly. Harden's not going to vibe with the Philly um, mentality. It's a fan yeah. they're going to boo him when he, like, messes around and, like, Bucks around, but I think he could do well in uh, in Miami, possibly Brooklyn too. Um, but I think Daryl Morey, Daryl Morey, the old Rockets GM, is at Philly now. But I have heard that the Rockets are insisting on asking for Ben Simmons 
for a Harden trade. I don't think uh, Daryl Morey wants to give Ben Simmons up for Harden, but Harden and Embiid could be a pretty good combo. I think Harden would fit really well at Philly because Ben Simmons can't shoot, and they kind of need a secondary ball handler who can shoot. But uh, I don't know if it's actually going to happen if they demand Simmons. But I think they'd be really good. Yeah, I agree with Fortier because, um, honestly, like, bro, Miami has something so good right now. Like, after these last playoffs, like, who expected Miami to make it as far as they did? I Like, I, I genuinely think that this rise from Tyler Hero combined with Bam starting to really, like, reach, like, towards his prime. Jimmy Butler is still a talented player who's a veteran – like, and then they have Duncan Robinson who can shoot. Goron, of course, another veteran. Like, I really don't think they need James Harden. I think that they right now should stick, see how this season goes and not make any major moves because if there's one thing the playoffs taught us is that this Miami team is actually really good and they were really underrated. So if anything, I, 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 like I said before, I agree with Fort. I think Philly would be the best move because they don't have a shooter. And if they are going to give up Ben Simmons, then now where do they stand at guards? I mean, they're, they have almost nobody to play guard, like nobody decent to play a guard position. So they are definitely going to need James Harden, like 100%. Okay. So here's my thing. I think there's a great chance he ends up in Philly. I love the James Harden Joel Embiid, like pick and roll combo sort of thing. I think that'll work out great. Ben Simmons and Embiid, I'll get into this later, but I I don't like it as a pairing with the way floor spacing is so important and stuff. I also um, love the James Harden to Miami idea. I will say that. I think him and Adebayo as like a big man guard sort of thing would work very well. Uh, Jimmy Butler, James Harden, who's, who knows how that chemistry will go. I think they have differing personalities in some ways. But here's the thing. If you have three all-stars, like your team's going to be good. You're going to figure it out eventually. And Miami this year, I don't think they're going to win a championship. Um, they got close-ish last year. They played very well, and they have a lot of good pieces. But I think James Harden would be that piece that actually brought them over the top if Harden ended up in Miami, I, I would pick them to win the championship, to be quite honest. And it would probably involve giving up Tyler Harrow, uh, Robinson, um, maybe a few other guys on their team who that would help the Rockets with young talent. And Daniel, James Harden would have a contender. So why, why do you think James – like what makes you say James Harden is the missing piece for Miami? Like, what well, is he going to bring let's, let's to them that they don't already have? Well, let me jump in here. Like, if you have a chance to get a player like James Harden, that's huge for your team. Like, how, most Basically, teams that's who have it. Won the, most teams who have won the championship have not done so with, like, a bunch of very good players. They usually have one top player because those top players dominate the NBA. One or two, yeah. So the Rockets are missing that. I mean, the Heat are missing that piece, and James Harden could be that for them. I know Bam has done great, but he doesn't seem like the type of player who's the best player on the championship team. And James Harden might be that missing piece for them. I think that if the Heat could go get James Harden, you give up Robinson, you give up Hero, you, get, you give up whoever you can get to get him within reason. Obviously, you don't give up Bam, but... I think if they have a chance to get James Harden and keep Bam and Jimmy Butler, you have to go do it. No, like, I, yeah. I like, agree I'll, with that. 
obviously that's true that like any team of course would love to have James Harden, but I think it just goes, I guess if I'm the only one that thinks this, but like, I really don't think James Harden in terms of like his attitude and the type of teammate he is, is someone that you want on your team when you have young guy, a lot of young guys and your vets are still good. Like that's why I just don't think, I, I really don't think that Miami needs him. Like Philly ne- would need James Harden more than Miami does, in my opinion. Okay. And we're going so there, what what moves would? Because I don't. Do you think Miami's going to be a top team in the East for the next few years? Like I, I honestly, they got hot this year. I honestly don't see them one. I, I mean, even this year they had no chance of winning the championship. They were like clearly out dominated by the Lakers, and they're not. I like they got hot. Let's be real. They're not going to be a consistent team that's going to be the favorite in the East every year, unless they make some kind of move. So, Lucas, what kind of move would you want them to make to become a consistent contender? Miami. Yeah. Um, I think that honestly, like, right. So right now, you have a young guy at center and a young guy at guard who are both developing, and we're watching to see they could they could both have like Bam and Hero could both have huge breakout seasons this year. Um, if it was up to me, I think that as much as I love Goran Dragic, like. I think you could get value for him and get either a younger or more athletic guard um, just to play by Ty- to, to play by Tyler Hero, someone who's not going to score as much and who's going to distribute more because then that will progress Tyler Hero's growth and that yeah. will allow him to have more shots, develop his shot even more. Like the more shots you take, sometimes for some players that is all they need to get them into really a shooting groove for like the rest of the season. So, but like, I don't know, like that's, that's the thing is like, I, you also could not do that and keep Goran Dragic and Miami, I feel like would be fine and would make the playoffs again because last year they made the playoffs with that team and nobody thought that, that they get past Milwaukee. So that's why everyone like, cause like, who's going to get like my Milwaukee was predicted to go all the way just like LA is predicted to go all the way this year. So it's Mm. like, I don't know, like, I just feel like they don't need to make that many changes really. If it, but if they were going to change one thing, it could be point guard. Can I um, counter that point really quick? So I think James Harden, first off, I don't think Miami's goal is the playoffs anymore. It was their goal in the past. Their goal is to win championships now because they did get so close and they're not winning a championship with this current squad you can develop guys, but, um, you know, that, that takes time, of course. And your team is only guaranteed or will really have a window for a championship maybe a couple years. Like, if you just look at all the teams in the past, like the Warriors were the, clearly the best team, right? Then shit fell apart. So, you know, that window will close. And I think Miami really needs to do whatever they can um, just to put them over the top, really get them back to contention status because – with Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving back, the NBA did get more talented this year for sure, I think. And yeah, I don't know. And I think it might slow down Tyler Harrow's development a little bit. Um, that's a very valid point. But I think James Harden will be a great distributor, great playmaker. And he is also obviously going to be the best player on that team. And he's going to score the ball for you a lot. So I just think that's that's a move that Miami wants to make for sure. If they can. Well, who's Miami going to, if, if, if say James Harden is going to Miami, 
who, if you're the Rockets, do you want from Miami for James Harden? I want Tyler Hero first off. Um, Dragic would be nice to solidify. Duncan Robinson, great young shooter. I think they could use some more spacing on that team. I believe they have John Wall, not the best spacer, DeMarcus Cousins. Um, God, I'm, I'm kind of blanking on who's on their roster here. I know they have Christian Wood, who's decent. But the thing is, is now they're, if they lose James Harden, they have to replace 30, 35 points a game, you know, rebound or whatever. I don't even know exactly what his stats were. But that's like right. you're replacing one of the highest scorers in NBA history now. Well, that's oh, no doubt. Or, well, I don't think the Rockets are going to try to replace James Harden, really. I think that it's really a rebuild for them, and for them to not try to rebuild after trading James Harden would be a big mistake. Uh, I think if any attempt to replace James Harden, someone not as good would just end in like a treadmill, mediocre Rockets team that wins 40 games a year, ends up in the late lottery or maybe the eighth seed and loses in the first round. I think any hardened trade is the start of a rebuild for the Rockets, unless they want to really blow it. That sounds a lot like a, one of my favorite teams in the NBA, the Washington. <laughs> oh, we're, we got to talk about the Wizards, though, later <laughs> on. We absolutely have to. Ask, okay, you guys I'll watch definitely the game? have some things to say. The game I did not. Oh, my god! I gosh. did not, actually. Holy moly. I saw a highlight. Westbrook was kind of... Had some nice little dishes there. Yeah, well, we'll talk about it. All right. Bit, but. Cool. Um, do you guys want to move on to the next topic, which is like our predictions, how the seeds are going to stack up, all that? I'm down. Yeah, Sweet. sure. Let's do it. All right. Um, I can start out with mine. So in the East, on the first seed, I have the Bucks. Um, I just think the Bucks are always going to be consistently good. Giannis will win you games in the regular season. They have Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday. Uh, Budenholzer's still there, I believe, so he's always been great at winning games in the regular season. Like, he took that, honestly, not that great Hawks team that had, like, Jeff Teague, Paul Millsap, right. a bunch of those guys to, like, 60 wins. Like, yeah. So that just tells you all you need to know about that. Um, Talent-wise, Brooklyn, I have second. They look really good. Um Durant looks great. I've watched him play a little bit. Kyrie Irving's good. They have guys like Jared Allen, Joe Harris, uh, Karis LeVert, also solid players. They should have no problem. They're probably the most talented team in the East, I'd say. Um, Boston, I have third. I think – I know there's a Kemba Walker injury, if I'm correct, um, that he's dealing with, but Tatum's really good. Brown is good. Um, yeah, they have a lot of other great players. It kind of seems that no matter who they have, Brad Stevens has a way of just like having that team win games. So they're always going to be at least moderately successful. Uh, fourth, I have the Heat, assuming they keep the current roster they have right now. Um, Butler, Bam, you know, young players getting better, good veterans. They have a lot of momentum going into this year after a great playoff run. Fifth, I have 76ers, assuming it is Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid and not James Harden. That would obviously change things up quite a bit. Um, I think they have a lot of talent. Um, they're just always going to be solid. Assuming everyone stays healthy, they should be fine. Um, number six, I have Toronto. Um, 
lot of good players on that team. The East is definitely better this year than it has been in the past. Um, yeah, so I think they should be good. Uh, seventh, I have the Wizards. I really, really like Russell Westbrook and Beal together. Um, you know, I think we got a good rookie in the draft. And, yeah, young guys should be better. And I think Russell Westbrook will play really well on a roster where he's probably the most talented player. Beal will have some scoring pressure taken off. The offense should be really good. And this is kind of a hot take, but in the eighth seed, I have the Atlanta Hawks. I was stuck between them and the Pacers, but I think Trey Young is going to continue to get better. They have John Collins back, Clint Capella. They also have Rondo. They picked up Danilo Gallinari. So I think they'll just slightly edge out Indiana in the playoffs. I'm not sure if they will. I'm not super confident in that, but I think it's very possible. Should we just do... Everyone's right, so. listening out there. Uh, like one through eight seeds, which is like, if you have a one team you think is going to do significantly better or worse yeah. than Daniel's predictions, highlight that. Yeah. Or I was going to, yeah. Or we should just do our like top three or something. And then if there's like any notable teams in seeds four through eight, then. Yeah. All right. All right. I that sounds start, good. I can start with my top three in the East. So first, I'm going to have the Bucks. They, they're always first in the East in the regular season. They still haven't made the next step in the playoffs, but they've won 60-plus games the past two years, right? So I don't, I don't think that's going to change much. I like them picking up True Holiday. I think that's a good addition. I think they might actually win the East this year, but uh, I'm not sure about that. But I'm pretty sure they'll be first in the East. Uh, second, I actually think that the Celtics are going to be second. So the Celtics... Uh, they did lose Gordon Hayward. It's a big loss, but they think Jason Tatum's going to take a next step next year. He played very well in the playoffs. And honestly, the second half of last season, he was looking very good, like Jimmy Butler, Paul George level, even better. So I, I think I think Jason Tatum's really going to take the next step. Celtics are going to be second in the East. Uh, I think that the... I think the Nets might actually end up outside the top three, so I think that's kind of a hot take. But um, I'm not sure how KD will come back from Achilles' injury, which is a really bad injury that a lot of players don't come back from very well. And Kyrie Irving, great player, but who knows how well he works with KD. He's caused some locker room problems. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that's going to work out super well, but I do think they'll be pretty good. I think they'll be fourth or fifth in the East, but I think. I think you'll see some some group of the top five is the Bucks, Celtics, Heat, Raptors, uh, Nets. Oh, and the 76ers, if they get James Harden, they'll end up there. But I, I'm not sure. They might end up. I, I could see the 76ers above the Raptors, but I, I'd throw them in with the top six teams. And then after that, there's just – I'm not sure who else can make the playoffs seven or eight. Maybe the Pacers, who knows. But – I think that's a solid top six in the East. Then in the West, I actually think the Clippers are going to end up first. I know they choked in the playoffs badly. They should not have lost to the Nuggets, but I think they'll that's be better. That's a hot take. I think they'll be better with a new coach. I, like I, it, think, I think they're a very talented team. I think they're better than people give them credit for. I think the Lakers will end up second because obviously reigning champs may be the favorite to repeat. I think them, Clippers, Bucks are the three top teams. Maybe I, I may put the Clippers first, but I think the Lakers are one of the best teams in the NBA. And then third in the West, uh, kind of hot take, but I don't think it's as much as people think. I'm going with the Mavericks. 
think Luka Doncic might end up as the MVP this year. He's one of the best players in the NBA. He's only 21 years old last year. And the Mavericks actually had the third best point differential in the West last year. And they played very well against the Clippers in the playoffs. So I think I think the Mavericks are better than the rest of the teams in the West. And I think they'll end up third. I think they could even end up second or first at the LeBron to the Coast in the regular season. But I think the Mavericks are a lot better than people get credit for. Um, so for mine, I would say that I agree for Milwaukee first. Um, I don't think Boston is going to be second just because, uh, just because as much as I want to say Jason Tatum made a huge leap, I still, there was still a lot of stuff I didn't like from him in the playoffs, like a, a lot of terribly like chosen shot selection like just really like mistakes that like you feel like at this point in his career he shouldn't be making so they could get the second spot but I think it it would be a dogfight between them and Brooklyn but Milwaukee number one for sure so then Milwaukee number one Brooklyn Boston two and then it would probably come down to Philly or Miami for the third spot Philly only if Harden signs, if not, they're probably going to be a solid six, seven seed. Um, but Miami, I believe, will retain probably a four or five seed. Um, for the West, I think it's going to honestly be a lake show again. Like the Lakers are absolutely going to dominate this year for in the West. I do also agree for when you said the Mavericks um, are a contender as well, because the Mavericks literally like if Porzingis can stay healthy, like they have an insane team. If you look at like everyone talks about like the Mavericks as being Porzingis and Luca, but if you look at the other guards they have on that team, like guards that can play defense, um, like Hardaway is one of them. Someone who's like, they have like a lot of three and D players who I think will complement Doncic really well, considering that he is a great distributor. Um, and I also have the Nuggets in the West because, I mean, who, like, who isn't excited to see Jamal Murray this year, honestly? So um, that's pretty much my breakdown for those two conferences. The ma- I think the main thing that is going to be exciting this year is that the East is, like, interesting again because I feel like the East has been o- just completely overshadowed by the West for a few seasons now. But now, I mean, we have, like, teams, multiple teams with, like, multiple all-stars. I mean, it's, like, Brooklyn being added into this is just, like, you just feel like the East is, like, a huge powerhouse again. And the West is starting to seem like it's the less, it's it's not as strong for once. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I'd agree with that. I actually, I think that you might even be underselling the East because I think you're underselling Philly a little bit. I kind of like Mike D'Antoni. I think he'll do a pretty good job there. Uh, like I and while they had a disappointing year last year, you've you've seen lots of teams come back from disappointing years and have a good year the next year. Like yeah, I yeah but D'Antoni's not the coach. Wait, didn't Philly hire? He's the assistant. It's Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers Wait, and I think we'll do even better. Doc Rivers is some trash. 
Okay, I'm wrong about that. Yeah, Doc Rivers. I'm not a fan. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know you don't think I'm Doc Rivers is now. a good coach? <laughs> He's a shit coach. Oh, He's a shit come coach. For as a Celtics that. fan, you're hating on Doc. Doc I mean, I'm thankful for the championship. I don't think Doc Rivers. Yeah, I think he definitely the Clippers. Like he wasn't as good with the Clips, but uh, I don't think. <laughs> All right. For some reason, I was under the impression that Dan Tony was the coach. I don't know what I was doing there. Okay, should have done my homework. Let, let yeah. me get on my predictions here. All right, for oh, sure. So I got to get my West ones after this. I didn't get a chance. Yeah, I'm going to talk about the West. Um, honestly, I didn't do much research. I don't know much about the West other than the Lakers. Honestly, the Clippers are going to get the one seed, but then losing the playoffs again. I think the Lakers are definitely a superior team. But I could see a little bit of a championship hangover here with LeBron and AD um, not being quite as focused. Um LeBron's going to have some disciplinary uh, things to focus on when he gets home to take care of Bronny and his uh, marijuana smoking. I think he already dealt with that. He had his championship cigars. They probably uh, might have had a little doobie together, but you didn't hear that from me. Whole new meaning of the word championship belt doesn't work only in UFC anymore. Bronny definitely has <laughs> a championship. Uh, I, I think LeBron is like, probably a good father and uh, dealt with that responsibly. So I think the Clippers are going to take the one seed. Probably the Lakers in the second after maybe – I think the Lakers might start off – like have we like all-star break might be the fourth or fifth seed, but they'll win some games. They're a good team, and I, I think they're the favorite, and they, I predict that they'll win the championship again. Um, and then the third seed, yeah, I'm not sure. I think it'll come down between the Mavs and the Nuggets. Uh, I'm not going to make any t- too many hot takes, but it'll come down to who develops more this year, uh, Luca or uh, Jamal Murray. Luca's definitely better right now, but we'll see who – progresses more in the coming years obviously two very good young players to look out for i think for the mavs if if they want to be like a playoff team porzingis has to stay healthy because that's 100 that was hurting them so much last year is that luca didn't have porzingis because Por, i mean like porzingis is so, does so much for an offense honestly like he's insanely underrated um but I, if he stays healthy I think the Mavs could make a run for the championship series in the West. Yeah, um, that's definitely possible. I like what I'm hearing from you guys in the East. Obviously, like if we disagree about who's going to be three through six or, or whatever, like it really comes down to a couple games. But in general, I like what I'm hearing. Um, so for out West for me, I have Lakers first. I think they're the best team. And they added some really, really good pieces this offseason. They got Montrez Harrell. Um, Wesley Matthews, who am I missing? Mark Gasol, and Dennis Schroeder, super underrated player, super underrated player. So they're stacked. Um, there may be championship hangover, but basically they're stacked. I think they're by far the best team. Um, Clippers should be good. I don't know why they wouldn't be good, at least in the regular season. Denver, I think, is always consistently the third seed in the West. It doesn't really matter who they have. Jamal Murray a player I loved watching in the playoffs. He's super exciting. I think he's going to take a big leap this year. Um, Dallas should be in that 3-4 spot. Luka, Porzingis, a lot of other good players as well. I think you guys are forgetting to mention the Phoenix Suns. I actually think they're going to end up fifth in the West. I love Chris Paul. He carried that, uh, honestly, a pretty lackluster Thunder team to the fifth seed in the West, and they really gave the Rockets a run for their money. Nobody could have seen that coming before the season. Booker's going to get better. Aiton's going to get better. Um, I think they should be solid. 
Blazers and Warriors, um, six and seven spot, maybe. They have a decent amount of talent. Dame, Steph Curry, uh, Clay being gone. Obviously, that hurts, but I think the Warriors are solid. And between the eight seed, I kind of didn't know who to pick between the Rockets and Jazz. It really depends on how this Harden trade goes down. Um, I think that they're going to split hairs there um, towards the end of that. You don't have Portland making the playoffs? No, I have Portland uh, at like the six seed. Okay. I actually agree with you on the Suns. I think Chris Paul is super underrated still. He's old, but he's still a fantastic player. The Thunder did way better than anyone expected last year. It was all him. I think the Suns are going to be good. The way they showed improvement at the end last year, plus adding Chris Paul, I think the Suns are going to be a pretty good team. Uh, I guess I'll finish up with my takes on the East. Um, some of you might not agree with this, but I'm, I have a hot take. Um, but I agree with you. I think the Bucks are going to take first. Um, actually, the Heat in second place, I think they're actually going to make the move for Harden. Um, I think that's one where he fits best, and two, a team that really wants to win. Um, they're hungry. Butler's getting older. He wants to win. He's going to pressure the admin to make that move. Um, so I think that's going to happen. Third seed, probably the Nets. Um, then fourth, uh, I guess, who else am I missing? I guess the Celtics. I think the Celtics are going to have another disappointing year, um, like they do pretty much every year in the playoffs. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm the losing Hayward. Walker isn't injured. Like, Tatum's good, but he's not that good. He's not going to pass any of those top three teams. And then in fifth place, I have the Washington Wizards. So, we, wow. we're looking at a big trade. No way! You have, the Wizards, you have the Wizards above the Raptors. And the, uh, oh, yeah, the Raptors, don't have, the Raptors won. They're going to be in Tampa Bay. Um, they're not going to be living at home. Tampa's kind of a shit city. Um, but <laughs> I, I, I think my, my hot take here is Bradley Beal's going to be first team all NBA this year. He's going to... Whoa. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. As much as I love Beal. Holy shit. He's going to have a great breakout year. He's, gonna, he's not going to have... Because, like, we saw what he could do scoring the ball last year. But now he's going to... He might not even be the best player on the team. Like, I, I seriously, don't think... Right, well, someone, someone had some hot takes here. I, remember, just remember, keep something in mind. Uh, let let me explain my take here. Yeah, I, I want to hear what he has to say. Okay, so we've seen Beal can be a team. Shut up. Let him talk. Okay, so... I'm not saying this is going to happen, but I think we've seen Beal lead a shitty team to a decent record. The Wizards were all, like, a complete trash without him. So we're going to have the rest of the team develop around him. Plus Russell Westbrook, and hopefully Scott Brooks, even though he's a pretty shitty coach, can kind of persuade Russell Westbrook to be the second dog on this team because he's getting older. He can't uh, shoot the ball nearly as much as he used to get his get all his triple doubles. Um, so I think Beal's going to have a breakout year, average 30, 35 points a game. 35? Uh, very efficiently. And, uh, he's 35? Gonna have a 35? Russ, Russ. I, I had to interrupt I, you. I'm sorry. No, no. I actually – since we're going to hot takes – I agree with Russ because the Wizards, bro, if Russell Westbrook takes the role as a like guy who can score maybe 15 points a game, but he's gonna do better than the that. most important thing is if he can get double digits in assists and the, most of those assists go to Beal, I absolutely agree with Russ. Like, if you have Russell Westbrook as your point guard and he's passing the ball and distributing, like this is one of the best dribble penetrating point guards we have. And you, all you need is be able to stand out on the three point line, have Russ penetrate and kick it out. And that I, I absolutely agree. Beal could easily have a breakout year only if Russ takes that role. If right. Russ decides right. he wants to be stupid and throw up dumb shots. 
then that's not going to happen. But you will. I'm, I, I don't, you never I, know. I, you never know. I don't think the Wizards are even going to win 30 games. That's my hot take. I think, no, might, I, think, even I think the Wizards are going to win 25 games. They're going to be Shut the wow. fuck up. No way. No, I, I wow. think the Wizards are bad. I don't think they're going to win. What's, what's, what's we won, we Wait, won what's 25 what's games with a shortened season what? where our second best player was Rui yeah, fucking you know Hachimura. What? We're going to do better I, than I that. I said what I said. What's, the Wizards are not a good team. I don't think they're going to win 30 games. You don't games. think Westbrook's going to do anything to add? He's not going to no, add anything I don't. whatsoever. I think, I think Westbrook's washed up. He's kind of a chucker now. He, he's not that good anymore. And the Wizards are not going to win 30 games. That's my take. Okay. All right. Um, I will give my take as a Wizards fan. There's nothing that hot and spicy here. But I think we'll be a good team. Probably first or second round exit if I'm, if I'm keeping it real. Um, Westbrook should average over 20 points. Buell will probably average north of 25, probably south of 30. Um, I think they'll play decent off one another. It, it really does depend, like you said, on the role they're taking. But I think Westbrook is going to want to eat on that team. I really don't think he's a guy you can just say, okay, I'll pass the ball all the time. Like, no, nah, especially with that young squad that he has around him. Bro, but he's going to want to be taking the ball and, and scoring a lot and I hope Beal gets pressure off him and I think Beal could honestly he has a great chance to put up the same scoring numbers he did last year um he's developed a lot and he won't be getting constantly double teamed anymore so that's that's good for them and to say that they're going to win 30 games I think is honestly insane I'm not sure how many we won last year but like with Wall we were always a four five between four and eight in the east so I think we should make the playoffs if anything will be a nine seed but i still think we're going to be over 500 um regardless of what happens daniel like you said like you don't think orlando i think orlando's better than the wizards daniel you you said you don't think think that russell westbrook will take that role as a as that leader who's going to distribute the ball right oh no he can be a leader who distributes the ball but, no, but, like, that's what I'm saying, like, because you said, like, because of the young guys and everything, and he's going to want to, like, dominate. But, like, dude, like, I-, I watched the game just now against the Pistons, and, like, yes, it's the Detroit Pistons. Like, it's no Goliath. <laughs> but if you watch how Westbrook played, like, okay, he didn't shoot great, and he it didn't. It's preseason. It's pre- it is preseason also, yeah, on top of that. He didn't shoot great, and he didn't play as many minutes. But, like, if you just watch the, like, it, like the, if you kind of like just watch like outside of like the game and you just see the way he would like talk to the young guys on the team, like Troy Brown Jr. or Moritz Wagner, like whoever it was, like he was being very local and he looked like a leader. Like he looked like someone yeah. who was not going to be selfish and who recognized the role that he's been put in. Oh, no, I agree so, with that. Um I think Beal, there's a great chance Beal's the leading scorer, and I think Westbrook is going to be a great mentor in the locker room, and that's really what is going to get us to the playoffs. People talk shit about Westbrook a lot because it's like, oh, he's not a winner. Like, oh, he, he chokes and like shit like that. But at the end of the day, he's a good player. Um, from what I've seen, everybody loves him on this Washington team. and But I think he's still going to get a lot of points, a lot of assists. I think he's going to have a good season and I think perception of him will change. People looked at him very negatively on the Rockets. Of course, he had the numbers, but he had... Because that was the stupidest deal ever. Like, he should uh-huh. never have been on the Rockets, in my opinion. That was oh, one yeah. of... I mean, the oh, Rockets yeah. and, like, you know, now they're... 
they just made a uh, by trading him. That's also the, that trade was another terrible transaction. But yeah, yeah acquiring him in the first place was a mistake. Like honestly, yeah. for me, I think the the Wizards like the only thing that's going to stop them from making the playoffs is either a how Russ performs or b their bench because injuries their too. bench. Well, injuries is like every, everyone's prone to injuries. I mean, this right. is the shortest offseason we've ever had. Like, there's going to be a lot of injuries this year. But the Wizards bench is doo-doo. I mean, <laughs> like, terrible. Like, holy. That, like, Russ talking. and Beal are going to have work and Thomas Bryant. Because that, that, he's really, like, that's their big three if you think about it right now. But... They are going to be ha- – they're going to have work cut the work cut out for them. Like, now they're going to be playing long, long, long mi- – like, a ton of minutes. And uh, after coming off, like, one of the shortest off-seasons ever, I mean, it's going to be hard. Like, their bench ca- cannot do anything productive as far as That's I facts. saw. Even against That's the Pistons. Like, you do have some young Cassius players, Cassius Winston has not – I mean, like, I get he's, he's a rookie, but – Second round dude pick looks too. lost out there. Um, Moritz Wagner, who's going to have to take the role of like the leader on the bench, is not good enough to do that. Bertans not yeah. good enough to do that. Like they need to fucking make their roster way deeper because that bench is holding them back. I agree with you. I, I, th- I think we're talking too much about the Wizards. I, again, I don't think they're going to win thirty games, but I All think right. one team that's going to do a lot better than the Wizards. Who's going to make the playoffs in the East? Who's bad last year? It's the Hawks. I I think adding mm. adding Danilo yeah. Gallinari and Bogdan Bogdanovich. I think that's a pretty good addition. Trey Young is a fantastic oh. young player. He's going to take a step forward. Uh, I Chris Dunn. I thought that was a good cheap addition. And I don't think Gallinari and Bogdanovich were necessarily smart additions. Spending that much money on decent but not great players. But I do think they will be enough to make them win maybe 40 games be on the treadmill as opposed to one of the worst teams? Is that a st- good strategic long-term decision? Probably not, but will they be better than the Wizards? Yes, they will. Not even a oh, question. Right? You think the, are you talking about the Hawks? Yeah, I think the Hawks, the Hawks will be, will be better, better than the Wizards? I think the Hawks will be much better than what happens, Hawks are making what, okay, the Hawks. What, ha- what if the Hawks and the Wizards face off in a seven-game series? I, th- I think the Hawks will make the playoffs, but I also think the Mavs Magic and the uh, Pacers are better than the Wizards. I don't okay, think so why do you think really? you think the Pacers are better think, than the Wizards? Dude, the Pacers made the playoffs last season. I know I don't think they're great, but I think they're better than the Wizards. Okay. Like, here's my thing: Oladipo might be gone. First off, I'm as I said earlier, I'm kind of split between the Hawks and the Pacers for the eight seed. I really do believe this is the best Eastern Conference we've had mm-hmm. in a long, long time. I can't even remember the last time it was this good. Miami but, LeBron. Yeah, but the the thing is the yeah, Heat just fucking dominated. But they still had you still had like teams with more than one all star. Yeah, facts. But that That's was facts. basically just LeBron plus the really aging Garnett Pierce Celtics. Like that was, yeah. that was basically yeah. the I guess there was the Bulls with Derek What about the Pacers? Danny Granger, Paul George, yeah, like okay. that's a good team. Okay. Roy Hibbert like, was an all-star, too. Even though he's not good, he was an all-star on that he team. He was. He so. was. I mean, Pacers was better, but I don't, think, I don't think the East was, like, legit back then. I think this is the best East in a very long time. I agree with that. Alrighty. Um, you guys have anything else to say on this? I feel like we should all just drop, if you guys have one, a quick 
NBA Finals prediction, who versus who, uh, who wins, who do you guys think is going to be Finals MVP? I'm going to go uh, Wizards over Lakers in seven. Like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> Wizards sweep Lakers. <laughs> Bradley Beal's going to win Finals MVP as well. He's going to come second in MVP voting. Okay, none of that. Um, Lakers versus Nets. Lakers in seven. LeBron James wins Finals MVP. Um, the reason I say Brooklyn, I think Lakers kind of goes without saying. They obviously look like the best team out there. But I think if Durant is the same player and Kyrie Irving can stay out of trouble. They have a lot of great pieces around them. They have the most talent. Kevin Durant legitimately was the best player in the world in 2019 when LeBron James was injured. Um, He played with the Warriors. He had a ton of spacing, but he was going for like 35 points a game in that 2017 finals, like 33 or something like that in the 2018 finals. So he's very good. Um, I think that team should make the finals, but ultimately the Lakers are going to win. They have the better roster, and LeBron James is better than Kevin Durant. So that's my pick, I guess. <laughs> Each of our top ten. So uh, I'll, let, I'll let Daniel and Lucas go first because I guess my <laughs> top ten might ruffle some feathers. Okay. Uh, I, I, I'm going to say, okay. I know I wanna, Daniel I, will be upset by my top ten. I I don't even you know what I, I I'll let you guys don't go. assume anything. I'll go I'll go first because I think mine is the one that's probably doesn't have any like major like like weird like there weren't any like hot takes in my all right. Mind. But Lucas, you used to have Ben Simmons in your top ten. But no, I used to say I would take Ben Simmons. <laughs> I did not have him in my top ten. I would take him over Luca. Is what you I said him back him in the day. You back in the day. Not anymore. Listen to my new top ten. So my new top ten: one LeBron, two Giannis, three Kawhi, four KD, five AD, six Dame. Seven, wow. Steph Curry. Eight, Luka. Nine, James wow. Harden. Ten, Joel Embiid. Okay. I don't know um, if that wait, is on, any... On, I didn't think that that would be any hot... Any, hold or on, any okay. Hot Lucas, can you on. repeat that? Can you repeat that? I want to write this down for a second. So, I can, All right. uh, so my <laughs> top three... I mean, that's LeBron, Giannis, Kawhi. I don't know. If I like that. Like yeah, I, would, I, I mean, I, I'd put... Uh, Alright, you go. Um, then four, five, six, KD, AD... And then Damian Lillard, seven, eight, nine, Curry, Luca, Harden, and then ten, Embiid. Okay. Um, now the only my... thing I think I might get hate for is the Damian Lillard itself. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Damian Lillard. I'll go into mine in a second. Oh, yeah. I but Damian Lillard is not better than Steph Curry. Oh, he might be this coming go. season, I, I, but let's go. okay. I will Steph Curry Daniel has won. Steph. Three championships and two mm-hmm. MVPs. Damian yep. Lillard goes Dame time in the first round of the playoffs, <laughs> and then in the second round he averages like fifth, fucking like twenty points a game and just gets dominated. All it's you need close. to do, all, right, all, right, all you need to do when comparing Steph Curry and Damian Lillard is look at their rosters of the teams they were on. That's okay, all you need to do. True, I'm sorry, Steph that's is all like, you need to do because Damian Lillard puts up the numbers that Steph Curry puts up, not shooting percentage, but points-wise, assist-wise, pretty much everything else, he puts up the same numbers, if not better, on a way worse team. And he carries his team. Steph Curry has played with all-stars, 
Damian Lillard carries his team, and yes, he is known for Dame time, but like, <laughs> how many players do you know that will consistently make game-winning step-back 500-foot three-point jumpers Staff to will. end a series? No, he won't! In the point, Lucas has not done that! You can take your 500-foot jumpers once in a while. I'll take Steph Curry because every game, he draws the defense towards Yes. Everybody's focused on Steph Curry all the time. That's why KD did so well in Golden State, in my opinion. Like, if you looked at the on-off numbers, Golden State with Steph Curry on the court was a different team than with him, with him off the court. I think he was even more of a key piece for the Warriors than Durant. I think he's one of the best offensive players ever. And Steph Curry does so much more for an offense than Damian Lillard. I'm a Steph Curry. I slander Steph Curry so much, but I have to give him respect where it is due. I agree. And just right. the way that right. like no, no, defenses me... shit their pants when they play him, and he just oh, he just has this thing, you know. For example, they're playing. Obviously, the Warriors had a better roster when they're playing that series in the playoffs. I think it was the Western Conference Finals. Damian Lillard did not play nearly as well as Steph, and Steph just they're down double digits at the half, and Steph Curry just makes four freaking three pointers in a row. All of a sudden, the Warriors are just in their groove. They're going. He's just a much better engine than Damian Lillard, and he's just accomplished so much. I can't. So I don't really have Portland any merit to put without. Lillard totally over. Agree. Well, okay. So for you think you so you think Steph Curry was the most valuable player on that Warriors team with Durant? Uh, I definitely do. So if Durant, Durant. so say Durant was wasn't on that team, do they beat Cleveland? Let's let, Dan- let's let Daniel go next. Okay, so I'll, I'll drop my top 10. I'm going to start from the bottom. Um, 10, I got Lillard. 9, Jimmy Butler. Don't jump. Uh, 8, Doncic. 7, James Harden. 6, Curry. 5, Anthony Davis. I had a tough time between 5 and 8, to be honest. Um, I wouldn't be mad if you rearranged that a certain way. I just gave Anthony Davis credit because he just won the finals. So who do you wait? Can you copy? Can you copy your top ten and just paste it in the chat? Or yeah, who did you have? Who did you have six, seven, eight? You had uh, you had Butler ninth, Lillard tenth. Who did you have six, seven, eight? Yeah, Doncic number eight. Um, put it in the yeah. I'll copy mine really quickly. Hold on. Um, five was Anthony Davis. It was very close because my thing is Steph is getting older and he has some injury concerns, so I'm just giving Anthony Davis the edge over him. Um, purely because of the great season that he had. And Giannis fourth, Kawhi Leonard three, Kevin Durant two. This is with the assumption he's the same player that he was off his injury. Obviously, if he is not, that could drop him down quite a lot. Number one, I got LeBron. I don't think I need to explain that part. Damn, you put Jimmy Butler in front of Dame. I mean, I, I mean, could see. He made the finals. For me. He, he did the make the finals. But again, let's look at the rosters, please. Yeah, let's look at the rosters. Were the Heat this crazy roster? And no. that's also yeah, but also they played a Milwaukee team that lost Giannis. Like, let's not act like okay, Jimmy but Butler with Giannis on God, the court. If 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 Hero had not popped off in the playoffs, the Heat would not have gotten past the Celtics. They wouldn't have gotten what? past the absolute. I don't know about not. that. Adebayo was the not, best player against the Celtics. He too. was, but if you don't, if you if the Celtics, the problem was is they don't have they didn't have a big man. They didn't have anyone who control Adebayo. So that alone was the biggest issue of that series. But then on top of that, you got to deal with Tyler Hero breaking out and just dropping. 
20, 25 on you, even 30 one night. Like, if Tyler yeah, Hero had not performed, then the Celtics' backcourt, which is probably, in my opinion, one of the best backcourts in the league, would have absolutely destroyed the Heat backcourt, and it would have been way more of a balance because of their front court being destroyed by the Heat court. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's why I just don't think uh, Jimmy Butler should be in the top ten. All right, all right. Let, let me go. Hold up, hold up. Let me go. Let me go, and then let me go, and then we can talk about all our top tens. Okay, so here's my top ten. So first, I'm going LeBron. No ex- explanation necessary. Number two, I'm going Kawhi. I think Kawhi is better than Giannis significantly. I agree. Kawhi, Kawhi dogged Giannis in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals the year before this year. Uh, I don't think Giannis has shown himself in the playoffs. Kawhi. I, I, at, a, at a point, I was thinking Kawhi was the best player in the world. I think LeBron's still better, but I, Kawhi's better than Giannis. Before I'm going with Steph Curry, I don't think his injury is too concerning. Once again, I said his his offense is just ridiculous. He draws so much attention to him. That helps the team in so much more ways than people think. Like I think he's very underrated, honestly, which is crazy because he's obviously won the MVP. But I think the way he draws the defense away from his team is crazy. Five, I am going with Luka Doncic. I have maintained for a year that Luka is top five. It is, it's not even a question anymore. I think Daniel and Lucas are just denying that just to spite me at this point because I said no, Luka top not. five. Wait, let I him get it. Let top five. Keep going, keep going. Okay, but don't, you don't need to explain it. Get rest, get rest of your top five. All right, I'll talk about that more later. Luca is top five. It's not even a question. He's he's favored to be the MVP. Get through the rest of your top ten. All right, I'll get through the rest of your top ten, but Luca is top five, all right? All right. Number six, put Anthony Davis, obviously great player. Number two on his team, but he was incredible in the playoffs. Uh, number seven, I'm putting Kevin Durant. You know, I'm just I'm just not sure how he's going to turn from his Achilles injury, like I said earlier. He honestly could be a lot lower than that. I think I'm putting him seventh out of respect. Uh, I mean, he obviously could be higher. Like he would rise. He would be higher if if he returns like he used to be. But I don't think he'll return like he was before. So I think seven's pretty generous. But I am putting him seventh out of respect. Eighth, I'm putting James Harden. I think he's a great player, but I mentioned the concern earlier that he can't draw fouls as well in the playoffs as he does in the regular season. I think that's like a huge flaw. He'd be much higher if that wasn't an issue because regular season, Harden's top two. Harden and Giannis are the top two in the regular season. Uh, but in the playoffs, I don't know. I just I just can't see it. So I think he's eighth. He's still a great player. Number nine, I put Joel Embiid. I think Embiid is... The best center in the league by far, not even a question. Uh, he's really? really dominant. He has the he has the injury issues, so uh, he's still nine. I think nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen are all pretty close. So, I'm like, I don't I don't think there's a big difference between them. I think there's a clear top eight, counting KD. I'm not sure about his injury, but after that, there's a big drop off. So, I like I, I think I would put him be first just because how dominant he can be when he plays well. But he has a lot of durability issues. He didn't play as well in the playoffs last year. Uh, tenth, I'm putting Lillard. Uh, I think that's fair. I think Lillard's Can you drop it play. in the chat? The, yeah, I'll, put my, I'll drop it in the chat. But tenth, I'm putting Lillard. I also considered uh, Jimmy Butler, Paul George, and Jason Tatum. I think they're all pretty similar players. They're really good two-way wings. Um, but uh, I, I put Lillard first just because of the way he can score. But I think those, those are all pretty close. I'm putting mine in the chat right now. Well, I'm, I'm you, on my phone, so I'm going to send it one by one. So this right, sucks. Right. Did, you, did you watch the um, 
Brooklyn Boston game? Uh, I did not. I've not been watching the preseason. You know, I always I, I don't watch the preseason. I well, think that's a, okay. Joke. See, that's the thing though. Like, I feel like people always say that, and that was me too. But this preseason, like, is way more worth watching because of the amount really? of like. There's so many like the starters are being played. Like, you're not the preseasons before. It was all the new draft picks and the bench guys. Those were the ones that played. Starters didn't really participate that much. But, I mean, the Brooklyn game, you had pretty much the entire Brooklyn Nets starting five against the entire Boston Celtics starting five. And KD went not, like nine for, I think it was like 16 or 15, scored tw- like dropped 25. He, lo- he looked like, like – at least somewhat similar to the old KD. Like he didn't. All right, but, but even if even and if that's the against starters, the fo- that's against the, the former Celtics starters. Even if the starters are playing, that doesn't mean they're playing at one hundred percent. Like that's true. Katie, like KD also, KD did it for one game. Like he had the Achilles injury. Can he keep it up for a season? I'm not ready to put him higher yet. That's valid. That's very true. I I just feel like I think that the fact that he got at least in the twenties and shot. A, per- a percentage of, of again I'm gonna, have to 50. I'm gonna have to wait it's still pretty TV. like no no like i'm saying like yo that, that's definitely reasonable to say that you'd want to wait but like i just think that the first game back the fact that he did that well is at least a good sign but well, he did well just like personally because uh, obviously in sports injuries are horrible mm-hmm. high school i had a baseball injury and like it was awful but I, i'm i'm hope i'm hoping he can get back to normal all right. Um, All right. Well, now let's talk about. I'll just your give number. my opinion really quickly. So, I think I like what I'm hearing, uh, for the most part, from both you guys. But I do have a few things to mention. I know you said Lucas top five, and at, at this point, I totally respect that opinion. I actually really do. But if you were saying it a year ago, when he had not played in the playoffs yet, he was twenty games into the season. Yeah, with all these other players, it, there's not really merit there, and it was a great guess. I will give you credit where it's due, but I feel like you kind of—I don't like to do my like top ten type thing off potential. I sort of do it from what I've already seen, and I think Luca could definitely move higher up my list. He's at eight right now. He could easily move into the top five, uh, depending on how things go for him this year. But one thing I noticed from both you guys is I have Nikola Jokic at 11 and I think he's better than Embiid is. I watched him in the playoffs. He looked really good. I could get Um, down with that. He's, he's a very complete player, a great passer, great scorer. Um, He shows up. I don't really see any flaws with him. Yeah. So I, I personally take him over Embiid. Honestly, I do. I, I would do. Honestly, uh, I, I, I could say oh, I could see myself doing that as well. Let me go. Let me go. Because I said Embiid was the best. <laughs> I think that's definitely respectable. So I do think Jokic is in the same tier as I put Tatum, Butler, Embiid, Lillard, Paul George. <laughs> Paul George choked. In I don't the think playoffs. Paul George is a Paul George. I still put Paul George there because uh, like people forget Paul Endemic George is an MVP candidate. I think uh, what I was saying is I was I, for Paul George just to round that out. Paul George, he choked, but like I'm always here for the underdog. Uh, regression to the mean, I believe in that. I think Paul George will be back 
next year to one of the best players. Like, he, he won, he was an MVP candidate the year before. He scored 30 points a game on the Thunder. Like, he was, he was one of the best. So I think people do underrate him a little bit. Back they do Jokic, underrate him. Back to yeah. Jokic. I, I, like, I think Embiid versus Jokic, I think you can go either way and you'd be reasonable. I, I would put Embiid above just because Daniel said there was no flaw with Jokic. I, I mostly agree, but the one flaw I could see is defense. And out of a center, which is mm. one of the most key defensive positions. Yeah, I, 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 I see what you mean. is a defensive anchor who will just he'll dominate the defense on the floor, he'll protect the rim, whereas Jokic, Jokic is a little bit of a liability in defense. Just a little bit. Now, he's not mm. a bad defender by any means, but he's nowhere near Embiid. So that's why I'd give Embiid the slight edge. Who do you think is better on offense? I think Jokic is better on offense. Just the passing yeah. he does is... I mean, Embiid's probably more dominant in the low post, but the passing and shooting Jokic has yeah. makes him a better offensive player. But I think Embiid is slightly better overall because of his defense. Just as Jokic, so is just, Jokic is a stretch five, and Embiid is not. He's, I, I he fits for the modern I think, game I think better both, than Embiid does. I think yeah. both are really good. I think both are good mm-hmm. on offense, but I think Jokic is, be- Jokic is better on offense. But I think Embiid has the edge overall because his defense edge is bigger than Jokic's offense. Mm-hmm. But like, let's talk about the rest of the top five now. Our uh, top ten, top ten. Luca. Uh, back to my Luca comment uh, a year ago. What I was saying, I was not basing this off potential. I was basing this off. This was after what the first twenty games or so. I said Luca is top five. You guys said you're crazy. You guys said forty eight is insane. Yeah, because he's just putting up fucking he's crazy. crazy. I said, I said no. Here's the thing. I said I said I'm not basing this off defense. Have you seen this guy play? He is top five. He was putting out triple doubles every game. The first twenty games or so. I said he's top five, and like nobody believed me. Everybody said you are in. Insane. And then by the playoffs, after that game against the Clippers, I forgot which game it was, but it was, it was overtime where Lucas scored like, what, 50 points and hit that buzzer beater three. They were like, okay, you know what? You know what? I respect it now. You guys are right. You are as right. Soon, He's top as five. soon as I, I, I never five. said he was top five, but as soon as I saw that play, I'm like, I see why you love this guy. <laughs> Playing profession overseas, like people like, it's still professional ball, and even though it's not the yeah, American, you play like, for Real Madrid. Like that's one of the top. That's a, it's no, a top I agree. Team, like so, that prepares you more for the NBA than college than than uh, yeah. just going straight from I mean, high school. Oh, I, I mean, LeBron I mean, still put up amazing I, I, numbers. Lucas, for Lucas, someone. Lucas. I agree, but I'm saying that doesn't matter for where Luca ranks his second year. I wasn't ranking off potential. I was ranking off how good he was at the same. But let's let's move on to the rest of the top ten. Does anybody have any objections about the rest of the top ten? I know we were talking a little bit about Lucas putting Lillard above Luca Harden. Talk, like, I'm down I to mean, defend Damian. It's a little little question. Actually, so I'm here. not gonna. Curry, give me your Damian Lillard sales pitch. I want to hear it. No interruptions. Just go. My Damian Lillard sales pitch. I personally think Damian Lillard has the hardest job of any NBA all-star personally, the hardest job because this man has single-handedly – I don't even want to talk about C.J. McCollum. C.J. McCollum's good, yes, but he is not an all-star. He has put up great numbers. But Damian Lillard has ultimately carried the Trailblazers to the playoffs and partly through the playoffs. Like, this man is the reason 
that they have made it past the first round on multiple occasions because he hit a game winner. This man has put up 30 point, a solid high 20s, low 30s in points per game his entire career. He's had good numbers in assists, especially for a point guard when so many – that's been a huge problem is that so many point guards are turning into scorers now and it's not becoming an assist game for the point guards. This man is five – has been All-NBA five times, been an All-Star five times. He shoots consistently – 40% or above from three-point range. He shoots consistently 45% or above from the floor. His free-throw rating is perfect. I mean, it's just the fact that this man is literally putting up, like you said, like with Bradley Bill, it's the same argument, unbelievable numbers and not getting the recognition for MVP. He should have been in the top three for the MVP conversation in the past three years, in my opinion. At okay. least – once or twice in the past yeah. years, he should have been. So if you're talking about MVPs, I see where you're getting at. He is the most valuable in the sense that, you know, if you take him off the team, you remove a player, they're from the playoffs. But a player's MVP argument should not be taken away because they have other good players on the team. It's as simple as that. That's what happened with that professor you had at IU who's like, oh, well, I actually think Carmelo Anthony is – more deserving of the MVP yeah. than LeBron James because LeBron James played with Wade and Bosch. But LeBron was a fucking animal. Well, who was the, he was an animal. Was the he was an animal. Mike what was Wells. the guy's name? He was an animal. It was Washburn, Ma- wasn't it? He's yeah. the, he's Mike the Wells only... was my professor. Wait, I thought no, no, it was no. Gary Washburn that did I thought it was Gary Mello Washburn. Mode. Which, wait, oh, what really are you talking about? You told us that Gary Washburn was your professor, the guy who voted for Carmelo over LeBron for MVP the year... The LeBron should have won it unanimously. Gary Wash Gary Washburn was a guest in that class. My professor. Uh, All right, okay. we, we could have sworn you told us that he up. was your professor. Whoops. Shit, he might be. No, yeah, no, like yeah, he was. He was a all. guest speaker, but he wasn't my professor. But I, I remember him saying that, like that he thought, like his his main reason was that Mello. It was the same thing as me. Is like Mello. It was the whole reason the Knicks did well that year. Whereas if LeBron had not been on Miami, their team doesn't win as well. But most Which I get what player... you're saying is not it, – it, it doesn't always work that way, because, and it shouldn't. But I just think that, like, it just sucks for guys like Dame because Dame really, like – It's Dame's dedicated, own fault. He, he, but it's not, though, because he dedicated – Well, I want to be a loyal player to a franchise that shit. True, like, that's true. <laughs> but it's also the front office for – the front office did That's what I'm saying. It's, well. That's what like, I'm saying. Yeah, but, like, that's why it's, like, I think Dame, it just sucks because he really, like, Damian Lillard puts up insane numbers. No, I love love Bradley Beal being robbed. Damian Lillard gets robbed, I think, every season of something. Like, some type of I feel that. I mean, I really like Lillard. I like the way he plays. I think he's incredibly exciting to watch. But if you're really looking at, like, how the MVP should be calculated, there's some errors in it. But ultimately – if I were the guy who ran the MVP system, I would pick who had the best regular season that year. Regardless of who's on the team, this, that, who put up the best numbers and helped their team win. All right. All right, let's do yeah, let's do awards and then okay. like one hot take from everyone or just awards. Sure. Yeah, I'm I'm with it. Um so, yeah. I'll go first. I'll go first. I think MVP 
is going to be Luka Doncic. And you know what? I don't even think that's that much of a hot take. You know what? Like people would have laughed at me last year, but I'm telling you, he's the biggest favorite for MVP. So I've been on the Luka bandwagon long before anyone else, but I think he will be MVP. I'll let everyone else go for MVP next. Okay. Um, I was kind of honestly planning on doing this after I mentioned all the other ones. So for added suspense, I'll just say defensive play of the year. I think it's going to be Ben Simmons. That might be a hot take, but he's a very good defender. First team, all NBA player, um, good in the post, good in the perimeter. They're going to get a little voter fatigued with Giannis. Anthony Davis has a great chance as well. They might give it to him. I think Ben Simmons honestly has a great chance. Most improved. I'm going with, Shea Gilgis Alexander broke out like crazy on the Thunder last year. He's their lead guy now. He's going to go nuts. Uh, Rookie of the year. Weak class, but ultimately I think LaMelo Ball will win because the media will be like, the Ball brothers, oh. And he'll have cool highlight passes. So it could go to a lot of people, but I think it might go to him. As for my MVP, I had to think pretty long and hard about this. I looked at Kevin Durant first, um, but Achilles injury, and I don't know if he's going to be as sustainable. He's not going to play a ton of minutes. With Giannis, he's going to put up the best numbers. I really do think that, but they're not going to give it to him because nobody three-peats for MVP since the 80s. Um, James Harden, the media is not going to be helping him, and I just don't see it happening. So it really came down to me for Luka Doncic and LeBron. Now LeBron is coming off the shortest offseason any player has ever had in NBA history. Their goal is to win championships, not MVPs. LeBron's already got four, so he's not hunting for that anymore. Oh, I think he is. For the MVP? Oh, I thought you said he's not, he's not hunting for championships. I'm not. He, LeBron's not hunting for MVPs <laughs> I was anymore. like, he's definitely hunting for championships. LeBron is old, so his scoring production will go down. That being said, I'm going to agree with 40. I think Luka Doncic has the best chance to win MVP. I really do. Mavericks should be a top four seed. You know, I usually only want to give it to guys that are in a top two, three seed in the wet in their respective conferences because that's how it's voted on every single year for like the past 30 years or something other than Westbrook. However, Luke is going to have amazing stats and the media loves him. They absolutely love him. And he, I, I believe he'd be the youngest MVP ever. And they'd be like the new young MVP replacing <laughs> Derek Rose. I can just see it right now. I think Luke is the safest bet if I had to put money on it. I totally agree. And I'm glad he came around in my position. Anyways, uh, I'm going to go to my other uh, picks. So I think Defensive Player of the Year, I think Anthony Davis will get it for his first time. I'm really surprised that he's never won it, but uh, he's a fantastic defensive player. He's going to be one of the best teams in the league, which shouldn't matter, but it does for the Defensive Player of the Year. He's going to anchor Lakers defense. He's incredible. He might lead the league in blocks. Uh, he's going to I, – I, I mean, I don't know who's going to win the Defensive Player of the Year, but I think he has the best shot of anyone – I think Rookie of the Year, I agree with LaMelo Ball. I think he's going to get a lot of hype. I, I don't I don't think LaMelo Ball will actually be that good in the long run, but I think he will win the Rookie of the Year. Um, for most improved player, I have no idea whatsoever because obviously in the name most improved, like how can you predict the future? How do you know who's going to take a huge step? But I think 
the best choice of anyone who has the best chance, I'm going to go with Michael Porter Jr. I've seen Ooh, he's injured a for a lot of last year, and he has a lot of talent, clearly, and I think he's, he's going to take a big step next year. I think he's going to be most improved. So is that it? Am I missing anything? I, don't, I think that's it. No, that's uh, yeah, a good I pick. I actually really fuck with that. Yeah, um, that is Michael that is Porter. an interesting one. Um, Should I go, or do you want to go, Lucas? No, you got it, Russ. Okay. Um, well, this is gonna make uh, Ford another very happy, a very happy man. But <laughs> I am also gonna pick Luka Doncic. I've been on the Luka train for not quite as hard as Fort, but even before the NBA draft, I was like, this is kind of ridiculous that he's. I will um, give Russ credit there. Like he was, well, everybody else said that my Luca top five thing was ridiculous. Russ was like, okay, you know, I don't agree, but I don't think it's ridiculous. I was on Luca train Russ, before. Russ was sort of the Luca train. I'm, I'm a big Euroleague fan. I went to two games last year. Um, my favorite Euroleague team is Valencia. Um, they're not doing pretty well last I checked, but um, great, uh, great league. I saw that uh, Luca won uh, Euroleague MVP. Um, against grown adults, much younger, and I could tell he would transition well to the NBA, but I think he's going to take that next step. Um, he put up great numbers this year, and I think he's going to do even better, just marginally better, and that should be enough. Plus the voter fatigue. I don't know if he's actually going to be better than Giannis, but I don't, again, Giannis isn't going to win it three times in a row. Um, defensive player of the year, I really don't care about that. Um, defense is like a team thing. Uh, defensive player of the year is kind of just throw it out there. Um, let's see, rookie of the year. I'm gonna go with uh, my boy Anthony Edwards, uh, solely based on his last name. <laughs> I'm gonna. I have a hot take about Anthony Edwards soon, but I'll get into that. I've never. I don't think I, I like your pick. I don't really watch the SEC. Um, most improved player. I'm gonna go with my boy DeAndre Hunter on the Atlanta Hawks. Ooh. Nice. Okay. Nice. All right. I can see that actually. Hot take. My hottest take is Bradley Beal, uh, first team All NBA, maybe second team, depending on. Uh, how the other players shape up? Um, <laughs> so uh, Luca's gonna get four yeses for MVP. Wow, clean sweep. I, uh, yeah, no, I actually, <laughs> I, it was, it was. I'll admit, like unlike Russ and Ford, I wasn't on the Luca wave early on. I knew, I didn't think that he wasn't gonna be good. I just didn't realize he was gonna climb this quickly up the ladder yeah, like i thought here. maybe he would be here in like like 2022 or something but he just especially after the most recent playoffs i loved i loved watching the mavs in the playoffs um so luca definitely mvp and i i really hope he gets it because he deserves it um defensive player of the year Ah, as much as I want Marcus Smart to win Defensive Player of the Year, he just does not have quite the statistics for it. So I'm actually going to go for Pascal Siakam because I think Pascal has actually, as much as he does on offense, I don't think people pay attention enough to what he does on defense because he gets a lot of blocks and even more weirdly, he gets a lot of steals. Um, And he's a very lengthy dude, so it kind of makes sense, but... Um, so yeah, Pascal for defensive player of the year, rookie of the year, my guy, Obi Toppin, this dude is a fucking dog. I love watching this dude in college and he is so blessed that he has Tom Thibodeau as his coach. Cause that's like probably one of the, as a rookie, that's probably one of the best coaches you can get. Cause Thibodeau literally just has always trusted his rookies. He always gives them good playing time. I don't think that's a bad choice at all. I think Toppin is sick. 
He's so good. Oh my God. Thibodeau's just going to give him a shit ton of playing time and he's going to develop hella. But um, so that's Obi Toppin, rookie of the year. Most improved player, my boy from IU, OG Anunobi. I fucking hated watching this man hit a game winner against Boston because I, he was the only player I love on the Raptors strictly because he went to IU and I got to root for this guy because he's a, an alumni, but this man is, I think growing so much and his role on the Raptors is growing a ton, especially since they, when they lost Kawhi um, and Marcus saw, I think that his role became so huge and you could see it in the playoffs. And I think he's going to get better and better. As No, I agree with that. I mean, that's definitely a, a sleeper pick. I think you guys had good, most improved picks. I, yeah, sure. I really liked our most improved. I think they were all um, Yeah. What what else was I going to say? Um, Pascal Siakam, that's an interesting defensive player of the year take. But I think, yeah, like you said, like he's super versatile. I fuck with him a lot. I think people people slander him on Twitter too much because like, oh, he has the one spin move in his offense. Yeah. But he's like a really good player. Um, he is. Like defensively so. is what I'm saying. Like he doesn't do that as much on defense. People don't think he does as much on defense, but he really does. Facts. Yeah, yeah, so I, I actually mean, liked I liked all of our picks. I'm glad that everyone yeah. came around. We to, all, uh, yeah, I'm sure you did. I am shit. sure you did. I remember even a month ago you were telling me how insane it was that I thought Luca was going to win. No, I didn't say it was insane, I but I thought I thought more about it because I was just going with the argument like, oh, you got to be a top two seed. I don't think Mavs are going to crack the top two. Yeah, but the more so I looked I at it, I I just kind of remembered. I had like a light bulb thing. The media fucking adores this guy. <laughs> So All right, the playoffs. It was literally the playoffs for me. Like, All right, this man I think I, I think we should move on. I think we should move on to our last segment where we are going to uh, roast a certain organization's top <laughs> 100 players. I think ESPN deserves this 100. Yeah, uh, I'm pull up this. for anyone who me. watches basketball. Their top 100 was just absolutely ridiculous. So, uh, Daniel, I'm going to let you start because I have a lot to say about this. Let's go. Alrighty. I think I have where to start. Zion Williamson, a rookie who played. Fuck yeah. Is this man me, 19? I was about to say that. I was about to say that. Here's some names that he was picked over: Paul George, Bradley Beal, Jamal Murray, Carl Anthony Towns. I like Zion Williamson, but what the fuck were they what thinking? What the fuck? Like. Oh my I'm also goodness. a fan of Zion. I'm also a fan of Zion. No, but he's yeah, 20 games. Him, you can't like, expect yeah, him to be better than Paul George. I watched yeah. the guy destroy UVA and cause the year that we won the championship. Destroyed us at the man's That's He's a great player. He is a great player, but Paul Top George 20? was literally an MVP candidate a year ago, and you're putting oh Zion Williamson above him after, what, like 20 games? Was it even 20? I don't even think it was Probably 20 not. Games. It I mean, and he, Zion can't even get up and down the court correctly. That's like, ridiculous. It's ridiculous. There's no way you can put Zion Williamson above Paul George. That's crazy. I know Paul George choked in the playoffs, but who cares? Yeah. Can we talk about how... Brown, Russell Westbrook, Kyle Lowry. That's ridiculous. Can we talk about West- how Jaron Jackson Jr. and Draymond Green are several spots ahead of Kemba Walker? I don't know that. Not just as a Celtics fan. Not just as a Celtics fan. That's insane. I didn't even see that one. 
As I don't Marcus see that smart, one. That's crazy. Mark, I love Marcus Smart, but Marcus Smart should not be rated higher than Fred Van Vliet, Porzingis, Draymond Green, Gordon Porzingis? Hayward, Oladipo Walker. I mean, like, bro, he's ra- Marcus Smart. Wait, Marcus is Smart rated, is above Porzingis? I Marcus, love Marcus Smart is is right after Russell Westbrook, bro. He's thirty seven. <gasps> right I was I was about to say. I know you guys don't like Westbrook, but Westbrook at 36 seems far too low to me. Uh, I don't know if anybody can back me up. You mean like he should I would be agree with like you. what do you mean like low as Westbrook should like, be much higher than 36. Like higher like up like as in he's a better player or better, like higher okay, better, yeah. better, better. I mean like three straight I think, triple I think doubles. you could put you could put Westbrook in front of um in front of Trey Young or Brandon Ingram. Those well, are the I'd, tw- put, I'd put Ingram along Westbrook. Really? I mean, okay, yeah, maybe. maybe. Who else? They have, let's see, who's in front of Westbrook? They have Chris Middleton, De'Aaron Fox, Drew Holiday, Jalen Brown, John Morant, Lowry, Trey Young, Brandon Ingram. Those are like the next like six or seven guys in front of him. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's too low in general. It just doesn't seem right with the amount of talent he has. He's clearly talented. I think the media enjoys slandering him. I think he's the most overhated player in the NBA, him and Paul George. But I've just seen Westbrook, like, I think he was unanimously regarded as a top 10 player for a while. Then he's in the top 20-ish. And then after that uh, Rocket series against the Lakers, everyone's like, yeah, this guy's shit. He's yeah. mid. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I know you guys are Wizards fans, but they have Bradley Beal over oh Carl God. Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert. I think that's oh, I he's, number, that's he's over Gobert. Fuck Rudy Bradley Gobert. Beal should not be behind Ben Simmons, though, in my opinion. Dude, you had Ben Simmons in your 48. This was a long time ago. This I don't think he's spring. as good anymore. This was in the spring. The spring was like eight months ago. Was, there was yeah. barely any more basketball Bro, I don't, after, I don't feel the same way. After watching the rest of the season and after watching the playoffs, I think it's fair to allow my opinions to change. They had, they had Karis LeVert. Levert above Kemba Walker. That's insane. Can I say Kemba. the worst fucking thing they put in the entire list? Yeah. DeMar DeRozan, 80 fucking two. Yeah. Now, I don't know how much you guys know about DeMar DeRozan, but he was like a 25 point per game scorer last year. And he was consistently helping the Raptors get the top seed in the East. Here are some names that are above him, just for perspective. Kentavious Caldwell <laughs> fucking Pope. <laughs> Davis Bertrands. This is coming from a Wizards fan. What the fuck were they thinking? Steven Adams, who's a brick down low. Lonzo Ball. Uh, I respect Steven Adams. He's not better than DeRozan, though. I mean, De- Adams is a beast on defense. Okay. TJ DeRozan's like a 25-point-per-game guy. making this list after, okay, you have a you have a couple games where you pop off and that just automatically qualifies you for the top 100. Well, Lonzo Ball guys, above yeah. fuck Lonzo Ball is 54th. TJ Warren's always been kind of good. He's been slept on. Yeah, I think we should be Lonzo Ball's way too high. Here. I agree. Lonzo Ball, the, they worship Lonzo. He's like, oh, he's such a five tool guy, but he's like a ten point per game. Yeah, the whole point of this list was was to get clicks from people like us. So I think it honestly, yeah. I think they won. Yeah, I think they won. It, it was, but I think even they could have done a lot their credibility, less shit. Though. They could have done a lot less shit without. I haven't had clicks. credibility for years.
I mean, yeah, yeah it's true. Like, get out of here. Like, if you still read ESPN, like, who pays for the ESPN Insider? Why wouldn't you just pay for the Athletic instead? Like, <laughs> Do you guys think Chris Paul should be ahead of Donovan Mitchell? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't have a problem with that. I, I love mean, I Paul, love Mitchell, but I also like Chris Paul. They're about I think the Chris same. Paul's better. I think Chris Paul's I'm, I'm actually amazed they put um, Bam out of Bayou ahead of Joel Embiid. That's I wouldn't. I, hold that's on, I, I wouldn't put. I wouldn't put Devin Booker above Donovan Mitchell. Didn't they put Devin Booker? Yeah. Didn't they put Devin yeah, Booker? Devin like Booker's top 15? 17th. Yeah, he's 17th. Booker, he's above Donovan Mitchell's 18th. Yeah. How is how is Booker better than Mitchell? I mean, yeah. Because he scored 70 points in a game. Like, who cares? Like, ESPN's yeah. just going for the clicks. All right. Brady. Do we have anything else to say about this? I just wanted to add a couple opinions um, just to throw in at the end. Jamal Murray, uh, 21. Bradley Beal, 22. I think that should be flipped. Okay. Well, right now. Last discussion topic. End on this is just note. pretty open, but um, I wanted to make a comment about Drew Holiday on the Bucks. Now, I think the Bucks are going to have a great regular season, but is this going to take them to the finals? Is this going to make them to a champion? I don't think so, because... If you look at Eric Bledsoe in his time in Phoenix, he's putting up great numbers. He plays a similar thing. He's a great defensive guard. Um, Drew Holiday is like a better version of him. Well, I think Drew Holiday is significantly better than Eric Bledsoe. He's significantly know. better, but yeah, it's like similar, but how are I, they going to win a championship with like Drew Holiday? I wanted them to get Chris play Paul. In the bubble. And like, I, I think we... You can't read too much of the bubble. It was a weird experience. Some that is true. I, I agree with Russ there. I mean, they were... I mean, I, I'm not sure. I could go either way here. I, I don't know. I mean, they could. I think they could surprise us and win a championship this year. I definitely Drew think they can win the Bucks. Yeah, I mean, I think Absolutely. the Bucks can win the championship. But I, I'm not sure. I also I think know. they could disappoint. I think they could be disappointed. I, I wanted them to get CP3. CP3 was the guy they needed. That would have been, been good. Or, or been Dragic, because Dragic was a free agent, too. No, I'd rather have Drew Holiday than Dragic. Uh, Dragic. Oh, no doubt. I don't know, no dude, doubt. You know, but Drew, Dragic like, has that freaking, um, what's it called, playoff experience, though, I feel like. Which is like I'd rather the have one Drew thing the Bucks need. No, I'd rather have Drew Holiday, but um, I do agree with Daniel. CP3 would have been – he would have been something else. They would have been the favorites easily with CP3, I think. They would have been favorites in the East for sure. I um, think they would have been favorites the for the championship. I think they would have been – Okay. Favorites. You know, I, res- I respect that I still that think they're the favorites, even with Drew Holiday. They're definitely the favorites in the East right now for me. Really? Over Kevin Over, and Irving? I, because like oh, the said, it. like – you like you really like don't know. You have to wait and see how Durant is going to be. When no, he I, I I agree with that. I agree with I that. Agree with that. I'm I'm giving. But right I'm giving now, Durant my hope. At this yeah, point. with if you're just thinking of it as Durant is a so so, we don't know right now. Milwaukee's definitely number one. Um, but I'm just saying it doesn't seem like Anthony Edwards really has this amazing like. Players need like a passion, like a drive to be really good to take them over the top. And I don't think Anthony Edwards has it. I don't, I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but I don't know. I just, it's, it's just suspect to me. True. That's yeah. reasonable. That is, that is kind of annoying too, especially considering like the fact that like he is a rookie too. Like he's exactly, he should be so fucking. Yeah. Like, this is not, it's one thing if it's like fucking like some old, like Vince Carter to say this, like, all right, we get it, bro. But like, 
for a guy who just entered the league, like your dream just came true. Like, <laughs> I, I would, I'd be in the NFL if I had a chance. I gotta, like, right. I gotta right. see your point there. Like, whoa, you just got to make millions of dollars playing basketball. You're like, I don't like basketball. Right, like, right. Come on, it's like, bro. Oh, suck it up and take the it's money. It's just my <laughs> job. It's just my job. You know, I'd be an NFL player if I could. It's like, that's not what you really want to hear from the number one overall pick. I don't think he's going to be one of the better ones in the last few years. But, like, dude, think about how hard it would have been for a scout or for, like, anybody oh, who analyzes prospects to say that they would have wanted Giannis at that time. That, that's, that's very true. Like, no, he was oh, wrong. Who picks, he was like, if you pick Giannis over Anthony Bennett, say, then you get fired. Like, because no, nobody – you would have been looked at as, like, a crazy person. Yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty for sure. Mm-hmm. I All right, you. my um, – okay, I'm just going to do my hot take. My or my the thing I just really wanted to say was like talk about the off season and how the two teams that I think won the most from the off season, a the Lakers and yep. b the Washington Wizards. In Damn. my opinion, because okay, the Lakers. Here's the th- this is why I think the, when we were talking about East West predictions, like it's going to be the Lake Show because the Lakers made an amazing team even better this off season. Like Jerry West went to work bro like this man isn't jerry west added, in the clippers jerry west is in the is clippers he, okay dude. well whoever they're met he went to fucking work because this man's got marcus hall he got dennis schroeder like so many players that like you just feel like are gonna fit in so well with that team like i genuinely like think the lakers just absolutely destroyed marcus them. hall like Mark, Mark, yeah, Marcus Hall. Marcus Hall. Oh, Marcus Mark- Soul. I think he said Marcus Hall. No, Marcus Soul. Oh. Like, which <laughs> is like Marcus Hall. I don't, even, I don't even know. Yeah, no, but like I think they did so well, and then obviously the fucking Wizards, and I hope that Westbrook. They just literally. I've just heard so much shit from Wizards fans over the years about how bad the front office is. And all the things that they've done wrong. He fired our GM. Like we have a, yeah. we're in a new place. Ernie Grunfeld. <laughs> so it's like good to see that they just they absolutely like there is no doubt in my mind that they won that trade. That was such a good trade for them. I, think I Westbrook, totally disagree. All right, this is I think Westbrook. I think if Westbrook is does like take on that role of being a leader for the young guys and passes the ball to Beal and hopefully doesn't put up too many dumb shots. Then I, dude, I think the Wizards are going to be so good this year. Like, I don't know. That's like that's why it's a hot take is because it's Russell Westbrook, and you have no. He's so unpredictable. But like, if he does well, and if he if he surprises that like sixty five seventy percent of Wizards fans that kind of are like on edge with the trade, then I think the Wizards are going to be good, and Bradley Beal is going to have a breakout uh, year. I got it. Uh, here's I gotta, my hot take. Yeah, I, I thought that I thought that the Wizards lost that trade and lost it significantly. They gave up a first round pick to dump, jump, dump John Wall. The first round the, pick is protected. The first round pick. Why are you acting protected. like John Wall is worth protected, anything, but though? But hold on, I didn't say John Wall was worth anything. I said John Wall was one of the worst contracts in the NBA. But they gave up a first round pick to dump John Wall for someone. With just as bad of a contract. Russell Westbrook's contract is identical. The Wizards should not be trying to get Russell Westbrook and like go on some uh, like ridiculous 
quest to win a bunch of games, they're not going to be good, and it was a terrible trade. So Okay, well, here's what I have to say about that as a Wizards fan. Um, John Wall is coming off an Achilles injury. He's a player who relies on athleticism. I oh, wish him exactly. the best. The I wish him the best in Houston. However, Westbrook has always been better than Wall. Exactly. He always has. He's been a nine-time All-Star, two-time scoring champ, um, MVP, of course. He's been the biggest than Wall. part of John Wall's game is his explosiveness, and an Achilles injury is right, one of the John worst injuries I'm talking you about can the contracts. get. I don't think but, Westbrook's worth anything. But then okay, if, but he's if their contracts are the same, then all he's you're worth looking more at than Wall. if you're if their contracts are the same, but they then gave all a first you, round pick for no who, reason. Yeah, yeah but our first round pick was going to be another role player. Who gives a shit? I want to see. I'd and rather I don't be a young want... player than Russell Westbrook. I wouldn't. Okay, this is this is my Wizards fan perspective. I am so fucking sick and tired of this Wizards team in the past. Oh, we have these young guys like Isaac exactly, Bunga and bro. Mo Wagner. They we're go nowhere. Develop into great players, and we're, we're going to develop someone. But I think that's the flaw with the uh, that's the flaw with the front office. picking bad young guys doesn't mean you don't need young guys. Okay, but listen to this. DC is going to be fun next year. Right, it's going to be fun watching hours, Westbrook boy. and Beal play, and we're going to make the playoffs. And I will, would bet a hefty amount of money that we would make the playoffs. Woo. But yeah, I, it's just going to be good having basketball back in DC and not having to watch Bradley Beal get doubled every time and pass to yeah. Isaac Bonga and hear the stupid um, fucking what's the. NBC Sports Network announcers go, oh, Isaac Bunga's really a five-tool guy, and oh, Mo <laughs> Wagner can really develop into something great. We're going to be getting buckets. Shit's going to be exciting. Also, what about hype, Thomas guys. Bryant? Like, everyone's like Westbrook Beal, but what about Westbrook Bryant? If, if there's anything Westbrook has historically been good at when it cut, like, in terms of being a good teammate, it's passing to a big man. Like yeah, Brian should take off. I'll him. admit Stephen Adams is like anyone would love to have Stephen Adams as their center, but Thomas Bryant is a big, angry dude who is young and like works hard. I think he and Westbrook are going to be even better than than Westbrook and Beal because yeah, I'm so. gonna, he and Westbrook because like off Beal's much better than Bryant, obviously. All right, yeah. all right, guys. You know it's been two hours, so I think I'm just gonna say I'm excited for the Wizards for the first time in a while. I purchased an authentic jersey from my uh, website. It'll come in the mail in a couple months. And What's the I'm website? Go Wiz. <laughs> All right, let's not say the website. Let's not say the website. Let's not say the website on camera. They'll sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah the gate, man. Shout out the gate. That's all. Nah, I'm dude. Saying. I think I think that now. Nah, yeah, dude. The Wizards, bro. They'll make the playoffs this year, in my opinion. I agree, Daniel. I don't think so. Sweet. All right. Um. Anything else? It won't get past Boston, but they'll make the playoffs. Fair. Um. Yeah. I think that about wraps it up. Does anyone else have anything to? Any last final comments? We're gonna we'll get another episode going once the season's played for a couple weeks. Oh, for sure. Definitely. We're dropping college basketball takes too. I don't know if anyone else has been paying attention. A little bit. A little bit. I think bit. that's it. All right. Good stuff. And yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Whoever listens. <laughs> yes, whoever listens, appreciate you. <laughs> you made it this far. <laughs> All right.